0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy alive? Yeah.
1: Uh, still snowing here. It's not really like, you know, sticking or anything. It's just kind of a nice little layer on the top that it's dry. Maybe, maybe it's more ice at this point, but yeah. Yeah, still
0: it's been snowing. like that here. Yeah, it's been like that here for the last couple of days. It's just been like this, like it snowed and then it just it got really cold and it's been freezing ever since and it just hasn't melted. So it's just kind of hanging out there. So, all right. Uh, yep, what do we well, have this morning? Well, I mean,
1: I've, I've got a, a few things they're producing now or, or they're experimenting with the idea of creating Matrix style bracelets. Now, the reason they're referencing Matrix is because uh, in the Matrix, humans were batteries, right? They, they were using them as as batteries and creating a simulated world uh spoilers if you haven't seen matrix but it's been out for like 30 years now so you should have seen it already um has it been that long matrix? 20 years 20 years matrix uh
0: um, yeah wow has it been that long it was in the 90s wasn't it, it so 25 it years yeah it's 2000 1999 2000 something like that okay so yeah, wow 2025 somewhere in there um
1: so anyway they they you know lived in a simulated world if you will and humans were batteries basically not the original design we've kind of talked about that the original script had humans as processors but they decided you weren't smart enough to understand that and it decided to change it to batteries but anyway uh these devices are rings or bracelets that you wear that um has thermoelectric chips implanted in them in them and they uh, basically take your body heat and convert that into electrical energy. And you could use that for, um, you know, like charging your smartwatch or just a normal watch or, you know, you know, any other devices you might, maybe, maybe, uh, things like your earbuds or something, you know, like you've got AirPods or something like that. Right. It, it could slowly kind of trickle charge those things or, or help, Uh, reduce how quickly they they lose their charge currently they only generate one volt of energy per square centimeter of skin that's covered by the device but they're hoping within the next five to ten years to have the technology more fine-tuned and made it uh cheaper to mass produce and hopefully start selling it within five to ten years i don't know it sounds like a interesting idea you know i mean i'm i'm not against that. Using your body heat—that's—that's that's fine with me. Do we really need these things? Well, I mean, it would be a convenience. For example, uh, let's say you—you you like wearing a watch. Yeah, you could have the—the the band have these thermoelectric chips in there and it would help keep your battery the battery charged for your watch.
0: But we all know that it's not going to stop there. It's not going to be that simple. It's going to have all the other stuff in there that you need like a sleeping monitor, a heart rate monitor, a blood oxygen level monitor and all the rest of that stuff that the people that are on the other end of that have no business having access to. Well, I mean,
1: maybe uh, if you if you went with like a, you know, one of those Fitbits or or something like that. Um but I, what I'm thinking is just a regular old, um, you know, wristwatch and just, you know, use the, the band, have those in there to, uh, it'd be, I don't know. Honestly, it's kind of weird. Cause some, I, I think they would have to do something different there because some people's wrists aren't the right shapes to, uh, you know, some people's wrists are a little bonier than others. And it, it just wearing a watch, it kind of floats. So you would have less surface area covered. So I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I'm, I'm good with if we're going to continue down the path of having technology tied to us, essentially, you know, tethered to us in some way. Why not have a means to trickle charge or, or kind of help keep those devices charged? You use, le- I mean, this is technically a renewable energy source, if you will. You're not using coal to power it or, you know, it, it could essentially reduce Uh, pollution and whatnot, all that stuff. This is a convenience I'm willing to go down and you can use whatever excuse you want, you know, pollution, whatever.
0: Climate change. Climate change. It's got to be climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Man-made climate change at that. It's got to be that. So yeah. All right. I see your point on that. If that is indeed where it stops but it's usually never that. It's always, well, "Well, we're going to add this other stuff in there. I mean, we already have this technology, so we can just add all this. Like, for example, I have a nice Tag Hoya watch. Yeah, it's my favorite watch. You know, Swiss watches, fantastic watches. I've got one. And now all of a sudden they're coming out with like these smart Tag Hoya watches. You can get all this smart watch garbage and and all the rest of it. You know what? I don't want one of those. When GP was over here, we went to a uh, we went to an electronics store, and he's showing me like we're walking past all of these. Oh, there must have been like an entire aisle of uh, all these electronic, like Google watches and Amazon watches and all this whatever Apple watches and everything. And he says, "Oh, look at this one. You know, this one does this, and this one does this." And I'm like, "GP, I don't care. I, I don't care." And he says, "He says, well, how do you know what time it is?" And I held out my analog watch and I said, "I just look down and I see what time it is." And he says, "Well." does this give you like your your heart rate? Does it give you like your blood oxygen level? Does it give you your however many steps you take? What's your pace is and all that stuff? And I said, I don't care. I don't care. I, I really don't care. I said, I tell you what, can you show me a watch that is here that doesn't have all those sensors on it? Can you show me a digital watch that will sync with my phone that will just act as a companion rather than monitoring all of my body's temperatures and whatever Biles. Yeah. Vitals. Yeah. Can you show me a product that doesn't have all that stuff? And he says, why would you want one of those? Like, is that, is that not even conceivable to anyone? I I don't even understand the
1: ones that are just that you, okay. So before they started doing the uh, smartwatch stuff, it was just, you know, text messages or notifications or something like that from your phone, right? It would be tethered to your, your watch. Back then when that was kind of starting off, I was like, why would I want something like that? My, my phone is literally in my pocket. It's like, it's not difficult to do that and push the button to turn the screen on and look at it. It's not hard. And then you're, you're, you're having, you have Bluetooth engaged, which means there's a vulnerability active at that
0: point. Like, no, I, I, I don't, I'm not interested. So if I it mean, acted independently, point. if it acted independently, so if I could tie it to my, like, if I could duplicate my SIM I mean, I know that there's really not a way to, well, you can do this, but it's not really legal to do this. But if I could duplicate my SIM and have it mirror my phone so I can have the watch, if I just go out and I say, oh, damn it, I forgot my phone. And it hooked to say if my watch, for example, hooked to my, like if I had a Bluetooth headset and I could still take calls or if I could link it with the car via Bluetooth and I could still take calls from the watch. okay, all right. I could see the benefit to that. So basically
1: what you're saying is like, a, for uh, to simplify it, a, a watch that connects to the cell network uh, so you could do essentially phone calls.
0: Yeah. More or less. Yeah. If it was something that was that without all that monitoring my vitals crap, you know, right. Right. Nonsense. Right. Yeah. But if it was just an extension of what I could have with a the phone, then I would I would be more apt to uh, to be interested in something like that. But this nonsense with monitoring your sleep patterns and all that stuff. no, forget all that stuff.
1: The the thing is, is if they go down the road of doing these thermoelectric devices and, you know, you, you generate electricity, it's going to eventually get to the point to where you're just going to be wearing like a like your shirt will have it built in. Or, or, you know, I mean, your, your clothing will have it built in and it'll potentially change. Because what, what they're trying to do, uh, um, what they're saying here is they want to provide continuous power for those devices to get to the point to where you don't even need a battery. So it just runs off the heat that you generate, which I'm, I'm not against that. I mean, lithium is if you're trying to truly be uh, green and clean and all that, lithium is not a clean process. To acquire to mine that is not clean so you, you going for this oh we want to do renewable energy well you've got if you're going to do renewables you have to have batteries and if you're going to do batteries you need lithium unless we use a different you know uh, like the the sodium uh, graphene or whatever the the other batteries that we've seen created so you know going going down a road of uh having thermoelectric devices to uh alleviate needing batteries smaller batteries so you need less lithium or completely doing away with lithium uh batteries altogether um i'm you know i'm not i'm not against that at all of course then you run to the issue of how are the thermoelectric devices created you know what materials are they using and um how clean is it in comparison you know if you're really concerned about being green um but um yeah, I mean, five to ten years out, that that could be pretty revolutionary. You could really uh, incorporate it in a clothing and and get a larger surface area of um, of this uh, thermoelectric devices uh, to charge things. So,
0: well, if it'll save me some money, maybe. I yeah, mean, it, it might. Yeah, I mean, if I can plug my phone into my shirt, yeah, to charge it while I'm out. You know, if I'm out all day or something like that. Of course, there's nowhere mm-hmm. to go because of COVID. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, the um, the woman from uh, the the Star Wars stuff. I, I don't know anything about this stuff. The, the woman from this uh, uh, what what the hell is it called? D- the DeLorean? No, that was the, that was the car. DeLorean, Yeah. Mandalorian. Ma- Mandalorian. Uh, that's uh, it.
1: To, to nerd out a little bit for you for you people. Um, Mandalorian is a um, well, it's a bounty hunter organization. Um, in the Star Wars universe, and if you're familiar with the Star Wars movies, Boba Fett and Jango Fett both were Mandalorians, right? The, the armor they wear is Mandalorian armor, right? So the actress, Gina Carano, I'm probably skewing her name, but she has been canceled. She plays uh Cara Dune in the show, um, and the reason she was canceled is um, she made the Horrible, horrible mistake of of comparing, well, they actually, a spokesperson for Lucasfilms actually said her social media posts denigrated people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Well... When you go back to the uh, the posts that she she tweeted out and you know or you know, in question here, these these are some of the things that she said. Uh, I believe this was on Instagram. So Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers but by their neighbors, even by children. True. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up and uh, round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors. Hate them simply for being Jew. True. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? It started as a political view. Well, and we're also seeing, to piggyback what she's saying, we're also seeing them start to target people for being Christian or conservative or, uh, well, conservative political view, but Christian or having, um, I don't know, a heteronormative family.
0: Well, the, uh, what was it BLM said? The Western prescribed nuclear family. That's to be discouraged. Mm -hmm. So So, um, anything having to do with what we know as, uh, you know, the uh, the fundamental foundations of a successful society that has to go away. Her references there to what happened in uh, in the early days of uh, the Nazis taking over 100% accurate. I'm very well researched on the events of that time period. It's a very important time in our history. And uh, it's something that I, quite frankly, it's something that I think everybody should know. But one of the biggest things that I think goes overlooked in a lot of historical context, history is written by the victors, right? History is written by the victors. What I mean by that is, is look at who we allied ourselves with during the Second World War. Think of this, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? That's what we did. Essentially, that's what we did. We made a deal with Soviet Russia. Of course, if you were to go and you were to look at Soviet history, if you were to look at Russian history of the Second World War, well, the West doesn't appear anywhere in there. It's almost like we didn't exist. Of course, they wouldn't have been able to do anything if it wasn't for the U.S. on the Lend-Lease Program, of which I'm sure they didn't pay back. But that's beside the point. The fact is, is that we're demonizing only one side's atrocities we're not demonizing both sides like we should. So one side is okay. We've adopted those philosophies here in the West. It's been a creeping inconvenience ever since the end of the war. And now that's coming home to bear fruit, if you will. So this is the, well, how do I put it? This is the uh, the elephant in the room that no one wants to mention. Have you, let me, let me ask you something. When was the last time you heard anyone saying the term in the mainstream media, Marxist or communist? When was the last time you heard that? The only times I've ever heard it used in
1: the recent uh, recent years is to denigrate conservatives for
0: bringing up Marxism or, or mm-hmm. any of those things. Mm-hmm. And what is it you hear frequently and most prominently all the time? You're fascist, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another form of Marxism. Yeah, yeah, it's another form of Marxism. Absolutely right. you hear fascist. Now, if you go back and you were to look at the struggle, right? Now, you have to understand Marxism at its basis, right? You have to understand the struggle. You have to understand dialectical materialism. It's very important you look that up. Dialectical materialism. You understand the basis of the philosophical doctrine of Marx. Everything in that process is a struggle. Joseph Stalin needed someone at an opposite point to him in his ascension to power in the Soviet Union. Now, Stalin was a Marxist, Of course, he later adopted it to his own way. That's why they call it Stalinism. But who was his political adversary? Was Leon Trotsky. In their committee meetings and in their conferences and conventions and all the rest of it, when you would have these two opposing points arguing each other, when you would have Stalin and Trotsky arguing with, with each other, what did Stalin denounce Trotsky as? Oh, a fascist. A social fascist. Go look it up. Social fascist. Trotsky wasn't a fascist. He just believed in a different way of doing things when it came to Marxist ideology he was a Marxist but he just wasn't the right kind of Marxist you see so they need the opposition but they don't tell anyone what they are it's right until the very end then they say Hugo Chavez okay Hugo Chavez wasn't a communist right wasn't a communist no he was a he was a democratic socialist right yeah <laughs> he was a democratic socialist Lenin Vladimir Iinoff Lenin was not a communist right? No, no, no. He was a democratic socialist. As a matter of fact, and this is this is mainline history, you can go and look this up too. He represented the Bolsheviks, right? Which is the Russian word for majority. Majority of what? They never tell you that. They never tell you that. They never mention that. Majority of what? The Russian social democrats. You couldn't make it up. So they need the opposition, but yet they conceal themselves. That's why I've heard the phrase to describe Marxist as masters of deceit right up until the very end when they close the trap on you. So you hear fascism all day long, but you never hear the people that are calling them out as fascist, right? You never hear them reveal what they are or who they are. It's actually illegal to be a communist in the United States. It's actually illegal. But for some reason, that that's just it. You have the people that come by and you say, oh, well, yeah, communism has been given a bad name. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It earned its name itself. It earned its name itself. I think the, uh, the atrocities of the 20th century are proof enough to show that Marxism is a horrible, destructive, murderous ideology from any side, whether it's right or left. Now, I don't want to sit here and preach all morning because this is a little bit too heavy for a morning show. But uh, in reference to kind of to pull a Jen Psaki and circle back to your main point there, what she said about uh, the way that those poor Jews were ostracized, that's how it started. They turned neighbor against neighbor. That's what it was. And if you were someone that turned against someone who was Jewish at that time, then you were given praises. You were appreciated. You were given extra privileges or extra treats or, or whatever, extra food or extra bread or whatever it was. It's despicable. It's despicable. And it's happening again. This is what Marty and I were talking about. I don't know. What was it? A year and a half, uh, two years ago. He said, it's happening again. It's, it's happening again. We could see it back then. And here we are, 2 years ahead. It goes to the larger point that you hear it coming from one side all day long. Everything's one-sided. Nothing can be shown in in context of of either or or from a standpoint of being in the center on anything. You can't see that. You're seeing one-sided agendas all the way through. Yeah, she's she's correct in her assessments in in how that, uh, how that went down uh, in Nazi Germany. That's 100% true. true. And because of that, because of that, because of what she stated there, that act in and of itself of the people turning, by the use of propaganda, I might add, by the people being turned against another group like that, which is what they're doing now, make no mistake about it, by that act, it allowed them, the Nazis, to later come through And exterminate the Jews the way they did, with no resistance, with no resistance.
1: And another example, probably more American. Well, probably. It is more American, if you will. One of our stains uh, from our past, uh, McCarthyism. That's kind of what we're getting into right now with the whole insurrection nonsense. Uh, They're making accusations without any evidence. And, and they're hunting down any
0: conspirators that were involved in the. You know, the thing about McCarthy was, it, yeah, it was it, it was it was bad for the uh, bad for the country. It was bad for the morale, you know, in society and stuff. Yeah, I, I understand. But here's the thing. McCarthy was right. But but h- hear me on this one. McCarthy was right at the wrong time. You can't and say some of that. The things he wasn't right about, though. Yeah, well. there was something. I'm yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. There were some things. That he, that But we didn't learn about all this stuff that he was talking about. We didn't learn about all this until the Venona papers in the 90s when the Soviet Union uh, collapsed. And we were at, where we were actually able to get access to the people that the Soviet Union had on their payroll in the United States government and in Hollywood. So we didn't know for a fact until we were able to get the Venona papers. But that didn't come until many decades later. Uh, but in this case, in this case, there's nothing like there, there. There's nothing at all. So I mean, you can't even vindicate this later down the line. There's no way to vindicate this later down the line. The accusations that they're making here have no bearing to what McCarthy was doing in that respect. He was talking about, well, he, he was talking about being involved in um, in an ideology that would undermine the country. The people that are undermining the country are trying to ostracize the people that don't want to undermine the country. So it's on the opposite spectrum Uh, it's on the other end right but the the reason i bring that up though is at the time they
1: didn't have any information they didn't have any evidence for investigating people or or probing people or destroying people's lives they were people that lost their livelihoods because of false accusations so i mean it's kind of this it it's basically cancel culture but in a different sense the the thing is is no matter which side it comes from If you're falsely accusing someone, um, you have to have evidence. You have to bring evidence forward. If you don't have that evidence, you've got no case. So even whether it was, you know, left or right, whichever side it's coming from, you know, that's why I say it was a blight on our history, is because they had no evidence at the time, or the evidence that they had was sketchy at best. And if you have no evidence to prove the fact that anyone is is guilty, that does not give you the right to interrogate someone. To try to see if they have, you know, to, to find any of that evidence. Um, so that's, that's kind of my, well, my thinking on that one. And that's kind of where we're at at this point.
0: Yeah. But what's different about now, as opposed to the era of McCarthy, is that we have the ability now to gain access to the information that they're accusing everyone of. And they don't have it. They don't have it. If there was any of this rock solid evidence that that they claim to have, then you would see it. They don't care. They clearly don't care about any kind of uh, procedural law or uh, constitutionality or anything like that. They would use whatever means they have at their disposal in order to get the information that they're seeking. And they don't have it. I mean, there's. I I think in in that respect, you can make the distinction here because they have more ways of getting it, getting access to information than they ever could have dreamed of back during McCarthy's time. And and I'm sure that they probably would have used those uh, those methods. You can't tell me Jay Edgar would have used those methods oh, if he
1: could have. They they absolutely would have. But the the thing is, is you run into the issue of. At that point in time, it wasn't illegal to be communist at that point in time. It wasn't illegal yet. So so going after someone because that is actually a good distinction, by the way, between what's going on now and what's going what went on then. They destroyed people's lives just for a political opposition. Right. Uh, it was yes, they were out to destroy the nation, and and it, it was a ideology that our enemy had. But it was not illegal at the time for you to uh, be a communist uh, or to even be a progressive. Really, progressives kind of fit into that Marxist idea. They just are, are a little bit, you know, they're slightly different.
0: You know, I but nowadays Ill- they're. I think it should be illegal to be an extremist. Period. Just, just saying. I I, I
1: disagree there, and 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 here's why: because the language is too vague. To say extremist.
0: Uh, okay, all right. Let me put it this way. I I think that it should be. I think that it should be illegal for you to be. um Okay, if you want to destroy <laughs> the current system you live under, that should be illegal. Sorry, and, and technically it is illegal already. It is. Yeah. We just don't enforce it. I don't think it would actually. If they actually uh, like
1: try to enforce that, I don't know that it would go anywhere. I don't know that they would. I, I I feel like that would be thrown out. Well, nowadays, it definitely would get thrown out unless it was against a Republican. But yeah, I, I just... To go back to what she um Gina was saying here that, that she's right there. Uh, McCarthyism, it, you know, from you know, bits and pieces do fit today, it, but it's it's a witch hunt. the 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 whole impeachment nonsense. And when you go in and watch the impeachment stuff and the the videos that the Democrats played and the lines they're using, they're just trying to get their little sound bites. They're just trying to get their little emotional heart. You know, pull on your heartstrings, and you know, that's all it is. There is no actual evidence uh, saying that Trump triggered an insurrection or or was for one. As we've said before, if he wanted an insurrection, he would have used the military.
0: He probably would have put walls up around all the buildings and razor wire, yeah. and and put yeah. two divisions worth of National Guard out mm-hmm. there in mm-hmm. D.C. Mm-hmm. I mean, guarding all the buildings and Mont. Oh wait. Yeah in some, he would have brought in some armored uh, uh,
1: personnel carriers as well, and ice cream, yeah, and ice cream, yeah. Uh, yeah Trump's big ice cream and, yeah. and vanilla, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, to to kind of go back to what we started there with the the whole Gina getting canceled, it's ridiculous. She's right. She's historically right. She's accurate. She's comparing something that happened in the past. We're seeing parallels today. Um, but it's, yeah, she's right. So why? Maybe, maybe it's time for conservatives I don't like canceling people but the left seems to like using this tactic so why not use the same um, tactics if you will right we're in in, in a in a war if you uh, so to speak figuratively speaking not literally um, why not use the same tactics and um, go and cancel some of theirs because there's um, there's other celebrities that have said the same thing or something very similar and heck we have a, a a uh, congressional um nominee or, or whatever uh candidate that's running and he's compared Trump to Hitler saying Trump
0: is better than or excuse me Hitler's better than Trump uh that's uh that's a little bit of a cause for concern yeah yeah it's um does this guy have any support don't tell um, me he's a republican I, I, don't, I don't, don't tell me he's a republican he, no he's a democrat
1: um, he, he is he, He's a Democrat. He said uh, his name is
0: Mark Judson. It looks like. Hang on a second, Uh, just so I'm clear. Just so I'm clear, he's a he's a okay. He's a Democrat, mm -hmm. but he said that Hitler's better than Trump. He said this publicly. Yeah, this is on Twitter. Uh, This is uh, uh, at
1: Judson for uh, Judson for Congress uh, is his handle. Yeah, and it's Mark Judson for Congress is the name, and it says Scorched Earth Dem
0: 2022. Okay, so. Hold on a minute. So he wants to burn down the Democrat Party too? Uh, burn down the system, scorch earth, to destroy whole, everything. Yeah, scorch uh, earth. Yes, destroy yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So okay, um, all right. So he's uh, so he's Antifa. No, no, he can't be. No, he's Boogaloo. Well, no, not, not. I mean, no, he can't be Boogaloo. I no, mean, he, he would be. be more akin to
1: Antifa. Yeah.
0: But Antifa was actually. The, hello. There was the, the SA Antifa. were actually fighting against Antifa in Germany. That's yeah. where Antifa started. Yeah, but he's praising Hitler over Trump. I yeah, mean, he's can't saying. Be you can't praise that and be antifa it doesn't work like those are polar opposites right. like those right. those are political opposites so still, even historically
1: you could, be, you could still be um an anarchist and be you know like uh i don't know if he's scorched earth in the sense of he's anarchist or if he's scorched earth in the sense of destroy the entire system to rebuild it
0: in our image i see all right so the whole yeah national socialist whatever those people mm-hmm. are whacked out loons idiots They're just as bad as the radical ones on the other side. All right. Anyway, I can't stand political extremists, man. I can't stand them. I I can't stand them. Any side of it, I can't stand it. All right. And any of that political collectivist garbage, go fly a kite with that stuff, man. Seriously. All right. We got to go. We're out of time this morning. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.